Hi, everybody, and Hi. welcome to the Mommy and Me Murder Time podcast. I'm Maya. I'm Mom. We missed you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's the last episode. It's so sad, you guys, but because you guys have requested for us to do a season two, we're going to go ahead and do that. The support you guys have given us has been really good. So Yeah. Very uh, thankful. Yeah, thankful for you guys, and we'll go ahead and continue with the season two just for you. Yay! Yeah, yay! I know, put applause. <laughs> yeah, we need um, right there. Yeah, so um, before the episode starts, I wanted to talk about something that I saw this morning, actually. Um, every single morning, I wake up and I read the news. It's just something I've come accustomed to being in uh, administration of justice. You kind of have to keep up with, like, current... Um, things that are happening in the crime world unfortunately Um, so I wake up every morning and I open my news app thing and I read this article it's actually a video that was attached to it and um, it was a home camera footage of a toddler's room did you see this no I haven't even seen that okay it happened Um, I think it was like this past Sunday in Dallas, Texas. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, And it's home. It's like a home recording video of or like a home. Like a a uh, video camera system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's of a it's in a toddler's bedroom and it's a it's two twins that are in this room. And okay. it's like it's nighttime, like it's the night visions on and everything. Okay. And then you see a man come into the room and he like lingers there in front of their crib and he looks over at the camera for a long time. And then he goes and looks back over their little crib and moves their blanket and snatches one of the boys and takes off. Um, yeah and then he comes back when it's daytime the kid the other kid is still asleep and he's like kind of like looking around like he wants to take this other kid and uh something happens like I think there's like a noise or something in the house so he gets scared and like takes off and the the toddler ends up waking up and is like oh like he's clearly confused like his brother is not in the same bedroom with him anymore like he's kind of like oh maybe you know where'd he go like he's walking around the room and like he's confused what the heck? well i found out going through that article that this guy who was 18 years old um he kidnapped the kid and then he stabbed him multiple times and oh. left him for dead like n- i think it was like less than a, a mile away from his house oh how freaking sad yeah it was really sad. That's he was only four. Oh my god! And you said they were twins. Yeah. Do you imagine the heartache the parents have to live with? Like, yeah. Looking at the baby's face, knowing that they lost another duplicate of their just other child. That's so messed up. So they caught the guy, obviously. Yeah, but they're not charging him yet with kidnapping or murder because obviously, it's it takes a while to to link. For a bit, you know, it's not immediate results. Yeah. Like, yeah, this person did that. Um, so they just have him arrested for now. Wow. Um, but yeah, he's 18 years old, and 
there's no reason as to why he did that. Right. 18 years old, your life is ruined. Mm-hmm. For what? For well, I guess we'll find out. Was he on yeah. drugs? Was he mentally ill? Was he a freaking pedophile? Whatever. That's- I don't think so. I didn't see anything in regards to like Ugh. that. That's yeah. Perfect. That is a parent's fucking nightmare to see. Um, oh, God, oh my God. That gives me the chills. Imagine like you're just that's like some paranormal video. It's I, yeah, it's so freaky. Story. And I was like, I would freak out if I was a parent and I like see that on my TV. Like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I that was not what I was expecting to read at five o'clock in the morning. Like, I'll tell you that. Like, I was like, am I dreaming right now? Like, is this an actual article I'm reading? Because I've never seen anything that terrifying be real yeah we have a camera system in our in our room so we can watch panini like i can't imagine i do go through and do playback of that i can't imagine like doing playback and seeing somebody standing over us like that's freaking terrifying yeah imagine you're a parent and that's your kid though like yeah even more terrifying like that's awful i feel so bad for them I feel so bad for them. That guy deserves whatever the hell he gets. And he's 18. Yeah. He's going to get it so bad. Oh, yeah. You don't mess with kids. We might have to do a a follow-up on this story, sis. We might have to. I just thought, like, that's pretty... That was current. You don't normally hear about stuff like that happening. No. Especially as a blade. It's been quite a while since we had a, a random, like, kid murder like that yeah according to what we're our surprise episode today (laughs) like that's uh something like he you don't really hear a whole lot about no it's it was and like with no um connection to them like they just happened to be chosen sadly unfortunately that is so sad poor kids Mm -hmm. bad for their parents yeah peace little one yeah. Little four years old didn't even get a chance to go to kindergarten. No, sad. It was man. awful. Not well, a good, not a good story to start off this morning. But hey, oh, well, hey, but it led us <laughs> to uh, something to talk about today on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and kind of, you know, goes into our mystery story a little. Right. So this, um, I hope you guys <laughs> are okay with the. With the topic that I chose, obviously, because um, it came to a surprise to me as well uh, last week. Um, and I wanted to talk about the Watts family murders because of a specific reason, not because I really am too interested in the topic. Like I'm interested, but not enough. It's there's a certain aspect of the topic okay. that I think needs to be talked about more. Okay. <laughs> I'm really shocked that you picked the Watts. Um, Are you really? I am. Yeah, I thought we were going to talk about something like maybe gory or bloody, but actually, this one is a this one's a bit gory. Um, mainly gory. So if you don't like, you know, hearing about children getting hurt, <laughs> not that it That's... matters. You just explained to you like a four year old got. I know. <laughs> if you really don't want to hear any more about it, like, don't even. So yeah, that's that. basically our, our entire season is just kids, unfortunately, dying. Yeah, um, there's a lot of kids that die, man, and it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. 
but yeah. Well, yeah. So I anyway, wanted... Maya, with your surprise episode, what are we doing? Yeah. So I want to talk about the Watts family case and I actually kind of wanted to dissect it. Um, do it. Yeah. Because I just, I want to know what you think about it. Okay. I want to know what you think about what I want to talk about because that okay. is something people do talk about, but they don't talk about enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I and I'm not really saying what it is because I I don't know if I should before getting into what this is about. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's do it. Right. So we're back in Colorado. <laughs> I just love Colorado, I guess. Colorado's grimy, apparently. Really? <laughs> I want to go there. I do. I really do. Um, well, I like it that weed is legal over there, too. So I'll go with you. Well, yeah. So this happened fairly recently as well, like a few years ago. I actually remember um, when everything was going on, which is kind of interesting to say, like, same thing, like when I think about the, um, the uh, uh, Casey Anthony case, like, it's like, oh, I remember actually living through that. Like, that's kind of crazy to think about to me. Yeah, you I did. guess the same with like Scott Peterson, but I don't remember that. <laughs> you don't remember that case. Mm-mm. Um, but the Swats one, I actually do remember. I would read up on it, and it's kind of sad. Um, so obviously, if you don't know what it is, um, it happened back in August of 2018. Um, and the night that it happened. Shanann is the I'm pretty sure that's how you say her name. Yeah, right? Shanann. Shanann Watts. Yeah. She's the wife of Christopher, Chris Watts. Um, and they have two daughters, um, Cece and Bella. They were the cutest little baby girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super little cute. Little girls. They were like a year apart, four mm-hmm. and three. Oh, like the twins. Four and three. Yeah. <laughs> like the twins that just yeah. um and uh, from my understanding, Chris and Shanann were already in the midst of, like, a rocky relationship. Like, they were, um, he was very secretive and, like, not really, um. He wasn't attentive or affectionate. Yeah, yeah, him. affectionate is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um. She liked to post about their family online. Like, she was a big Facebook person. Like, you know, right. those people that Facebook is their life and all that. Um, So she yeah. was constantly posting about, like, oh, my kids. And, oh, we're going to go do this. And family life. And she would post, like, pictures with him and make it look like, oh, we have a really good life. You know, but behind the scenes, yeah. it was completely different. Right. And she did a lot of that because of the fact that she was like, sponsoring her business, I guess. Which oh uh, yeah, 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 that's right. You know, so she did spend a lot of time on the internet because she was out there, um, you know, doing her hustle with her. She I was, was like a drive or something like that. Yeah, she was like a. Uh, that's right. She she was one of those like where yeah. you, you go and travel and you kind of like yeah. Um, yeah. Connect so with people eyes, or something? Yeah. Yeah. In her eyes, it was like a perfectly normal, everything was normal up until, you know, I guess like this past 
year of her or yeah. the final year of her life. Right. Yeah. Because she was like, you know, we have these two kids. We're a happy family. Um, they were both from North Carolina and they met in 2012. I'm sorry. They married in 2012. They met two years prior and then um, their kids were born like pretty soon after they were married like they met, they got married in 2012 Bella was born in 2013 and then Cece was born in 2015 so it was pretty quick right um, it was probably a little bit shocking for him pro- you know. probably to jump in so quickly I don't know much about his dating life or anything so I wasn't like I think from what I remember hearing he wasn't really much of a person to settle down or I think that's how it was. He was just a player. Yeah. <laughs> he was just a player. He was doing his thing. You know, so I guess it was it's like, it's oh. Sad. It's sad for um for his wife, Shadan, because, like, she went in wholehearted being that she had been married before. And the first guy was, like, a douche. And here comes, you know, Chris to sweep her off her feet or whatever. And damn, look what happened to her Prince Charming. Uh, you know what I'm you don't ever see it coming. Mm-mm. Um. So at the time that this whole incident happened, Shanann was actually pregnant. She was 15 weeks pregnant with their son, their first son, their only son. Um. They already had a name for him. His name was Nico. And when Shanann had actually announced that she was pregnant to him, he was kind of like, oh, haha. Cool. Like, oh, that's awesome very yeah like no emotion yeah like really again (laughs) that reminds me of that meme with that guy he's like wow great oh wow yeah he's like oh great (laughs) yeah like he i think she had a shirt on that said like oops we did it again or something and he was like are you being serious right now? Like he was not about it. And it was like, Oh, that's really heartbreaking. If you have not seen the, um, the documentary on Netflix, uh, you should have watched it. Cause it's like, you could see all the footage. It's yeah. So it's, um, I mean, cause she used to record everything. So she recorded his reaction to it and you can see he's automatically like, he's uncomfortable. He doesn't, he's like really like, not what I was expecting to come home to. Um, and it's because we find out that he's actually having an affair that he's not even attached to Shanann anymore. Like he's completely disregarded her and I guess the baby as well. Right. And he he's not realizing that Shanann has even seen the signs. Like she's trying to tell him things but it's he's playing it off like she's crazy you know like mm-hmm. what do you mean? I mean like what a you? you know whatever yeah. it's sad I think she's actually like even like oh I think she was reading books or she had bought books for like their relationship and he didn't read them and she wanted to do counseling and that didn't happen so um, she would often go and spend time at her mom's house Right. And during this time, he would be out with his girlfriend. His girlfriend's name is Nicole. Ew, Nicole. <laughs> She's nasty. We'll call her nasty Nicole. <laughs> she knew that he was married, right? Oh, yeah. Wait. Was that her name? <laughs> well, 
If not, then that's just the name we're going to give her. Destiny. Oh, yeah, it was Nicole because Shanann's friend's name is Nicole. And I was like, wait, he was cheating on her with, with her friend. Him. But no, that's it's just a different Nicole. So, yeah, so he's seeing another girl, Nicole, and Shanann, he ends up like going on a very nice extravagant dinner with her and Shanann notices that he charged the dinner to one of their joint credit cards or whatever Uh and so she's like hey like what are you doing right now and he's like oh i'm at a i'm at a work dinner and she's like oh really you're at this place and like you're at a work dinner at this fancy restaurant place like you're in construction dude really she knew (laughs) bullshitty you know you know when you know (laughs) so um yeah, she gets home one night. I think it's like three o'clock in the morning. She gets home in August, August thirteenth, at like three oh. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And there's that's the actual last footage of her coming. Yeah, it's her her ring phone, her ring camera footage. Um, yeah. And you see her. She just came home from a, I think it was like a business trip, and she had right. all her suitcases. And like she walks into that. She says bye to her friend. She walks into the house and like that's the last we ever see of her. Um, that is the then, last known footage of Shanann is her walking into her own goddamn house and that yeah. out the way she went in. I wonder, did they ever bring that up like later on? Bring what up? The ring footage, like, because they obviously have it. So did they ever be like, hey, can we look at your ring footage? And see, like, you said she took off, right? Right. Oh, you know what? They never did say that, actually, now that you think about it. They never right. did. The only thing they ever did say was show, or even show, was that she uh-huh. walked home up to the door and went in. And that's it. Like, you can't even I wouldn't, see the yeah. driveway from there, from mm-hmm. that real footage. You can't see the driveway. So that really wouldn't work as far as what we would be able to see or if he took her out the front door we know he didn't do that right yeah we would have seen her leave had they checked the ring footage yeah okay i was just saying motion detection right so Mm -hmm. someone would have came to the door to pick her up like he claimed or whatever Mm -hmm. maybe left with a friend it would have been on the footage yeah see i'm just thinking about that right now like that's something that i would have thought they'd check but obviously nothing was I don't there. recall even mentioning that to me. Mm-mm. Boy, we make good detectives. What a team. <laughs> I went to school for it. so Yay, I did it. I'm just doing my <laughs> detective. Right, so that's the last footage we ever see of Shanann is walking in from her, from her friend's car. And then the next thing we know is like the very next day, one, her husband's a big old dummy because he doesn't care about the baby. He doesn't know that she has a scheduled OBGYN appointment the next day. Right. So when she misses that, her friend, Nicole, the good Nicole, (laughs) she's like, hey, you know, Shanann would never miss an appointment. Where is she at? Like, maybe she slept in. So she goes by their house and I think her car is still there or something. Her car is there. I don't know if she can see it though, if it's parked in the driveway or if it's parked in the garage. It's um, in the garage. Okay. I don't know how so, she knew that it was. Yeah, in the me garage, neither. But, 
Um, she but wrong. She's yeah, the she real did. MVP in the story. Yeah, she is. She jump started the whole thing. <laughs> yes, thank you. Good, Nicole. Yeah. So she's like, hey, you know, let me call Chris because maybe he knows where his wife is. Like, it's his wife. Maybe she's out with the kids somewhere. Who knows? So she's like, hey, your wife didn't make it to her appointment. Like, do you know where she is? And he's like, what? Like, you know, what are you talking about? Let me go to the house right now. And he like speeds to the house, I guess. I remember and, uh, um, I remember that her friend by that time had already had her mom on the phone and was like, mm-hmm. um, are you giving me permission to go in there? And she's like, yeah, I'm giving you p- permission. And the cops were that were already there were like, well, we can't do that. Like, we need to have the owner's permission or. Right. Yeah. So he's like, all right, let me like freaking. Yeah. I think that's when, when Nicole called him was like, Hey, I have the cops here at your house. Like I need you to get down here. And he like sped his way to the house Uh from work. And then he, uh, went into the house and you can hear him. You see all of this through the body cam footage. That's what I love about this entire story (laughs) is like from beginning to end, there is pure footage. Mhm. Yeah, I like that too. I love I love that that they've recorded everything for this. Yeah. Um, I mean not pure footage from like, you know, what happened that night, but like, you know, we still see some glimpses of that morning. Right. Um, we see the major glimpses of his narcissism. Oh yeah. So, he's going through the house and he's like, "Oh my god, her car's still here." Oh, uh, the girls are missing. Maybe she took off with somebody. Oh, here's her wedding ring. She left it in the bedroom. Okay. If you watch that documentary that I'm talking about on Netflix, looking at the body cam footage, when they open up the garage door and the first thing he does is go to her car and open the car and get inside of it. That's when uh, the detectives believe that he grabbed her wedding ring from the car and then Mm -hmm. took it upstairs to the uh bedroom and then busted out with it like oh my god look she left her wedding ring yeah she left me (laughs) right but good thing it was that right away the officer noticed it and stated like hey why is there no sheet on the bed you know Mm -hmm. yeah and then and then he was like she left her phone here and her friend lifeline yeah, Nicole's like, she would never do that. Like, you know, she's a big internet person. Like, she needs her phone to do things. She can't work without it. So she would never just leave her phone here. Right, because remember, Sickos, she did one of those, um, you know, like, Thrive business things. So she was on the internet constantly. Yeah, doing, you like, giveaways. and her phone. Yeah. yeah, no. Um. So, you know, obviously they're like, okay, well... You know, we have a, a person, a pregnant woman, first of all, and two children missing. So let's hurry, like, go ahead and send out people. We've talked about this before. Missing persons usually don't start until 24 hours. But when it's, like, high priority like this, they kind of want to start right away. Right. When she's, because she's pregnant. Exactly. High priority. And then hopefully because of the kids as well. But. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Especially when they're young. Three and four, you know it's not something habitual. So um, missing kids that young, you know, 
obviously yeah, look at what happened when Jordan went missing at the fair. Oh my God. Do we even <laughs> want to talk about that? <laughs> I went missing at the fair and I thought the world was going to end. First of all, I was spinning out like a psycho, but then I insisted he was kidnapped and I was like, Bring the chopper. Get to the See, chopper. This is like the appropriate way to respond to when your kid's missing. Right. Um, exactly. We did not see that with Chris. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, oh, no. They probably yeah. went down the street for a play date. Yeah. Oh, no. Let me do some TV interviews. You know what he did do with those interviews awfully quick? <sighs> Giving the Tar Heels a bad name by wearing it. <laughs> but let me tell you. Oh my gosh. What do you why would you even do that and just be like, I don't care who has them, just bring him back. No, I I won't even I won't even ruin it. But <laughs> I'm just gonna say he jumped on TV real quick. Yeah, he did. He I think it was like the same day or something. The very next day. Next day, yeah. yeah. It was real quick. Yeah, because what happened is they ended up the detective showed up when he was doing an interview and they uh-huh. came with cadaver dogs. And they wanted the cadaver dogs to um, sniff the house out. So they were telling him and the um, the interviewer to come out of the house so that they can put the cadaver dogs in there. And again, body cam footage. It was mm-hmm. so cool. You got to see it. What's the name of that Netflix show? I'm, I'm pretty it. sure it's called like The Perfect the Family or something. Or American something. The Amer- an American Family or something. I'm gonna look it's it up while you're American talking. and there's a family. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that there was also like the best American family, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so Nicole, good Nicole is the person that whole, jump-started this whole entire investigation because she cares about her friend, which is great. Like, I know I have one friend in the world that would do that. It's Cynthia. She would automatically like no you know there's something wrong here you know your mannerisms if you've been friends for a while so i'm very glad for nicole good nicole (laughs) yeah um so well obviously prime suspect number one is chris they it's kind of hard not to automatically assume that the husband did something you know it happens in every case um, I think they knew right away just by his demeanor, his demeanor that oh, yeah. something was truly up with him. And the other thing that I really like is that um, they got a chance to talk to the neighbors and the neighbors yes. were spot on about his mannerisms. Like they're like, hold up. This guy does the same thing every single day. Now I got footage over here from my camera that shows he did something different yeah totally different and that that let me see that camera footage is amazing because the the neighbor actually comes over to chris's house and he's like hey um i actually have footage of that night like do you want to come check it out and automatically you can see that chris is uncomfortable like he's like oh yeah he's like then fucked he knew right then and there and so even go i wanted i just want to say it's the name of that documentary is called american murder the family next door that's the one that's on netflix that's the one that has the real footage Mm -hmm. of everything we're talking about you gotta see it like it's unreal because like maya was saying right now like the neighbor had 
the footage. Thank God the neighbor had the footage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we didn't, this would have been like, where, where's, where are they? You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's so, so yeah. So the neighbor's like, yeah, come check it out. I actually have my camera that um, catches a glimpse of their front yard. Like when they, when anybody pulls in and pulls out. So, you know, we'll see if there's any mysterious cars that come by or, or you know, whatever Chris had said that like, oh, she ran off or did whatever. Yeah. So Chris and the police officer and I think Nicole is there and the neighbor is there and they're watching this footage and he's like, oh, yeah, that's me. And, you know, oh, I'm just bringing out stuff to take to work. These right. giant bags to take to work. Yeah, because they and, were too heavy, he said. Yeah, and the neighbor's like, you know, he went back and forth like three three or four times. Like he was, you know, really trying to load up this truck with stuff. When, um, that, when he didn't normally do that. Right, he, yeah. He was like, I think he usually just like has his bag of lunch for the day or whatever. Yeah. But this so day, like, he all stuff to He's haul. like... He's getting like really shifty and he's actually kind of like crossing his arms uh-huh. and like he's like almost waddling back language. and forth. Yeah, his body yeah. language, especially when he like put his hands on top of his yeah. head mm-hmm. and he was like exhaling like like he knew he knew right then and there he could not he even was, look yeah. at the TV. Mm-mm. He couldn't even look at the yeah. TV. And then when he did look at the TV. He's looked, he just happened to be looking at the TV when a National Geographic life video was playing. And it was an image of an unborn baby. And then he turned around and said, oh, she's pregnant. (sighs) And I thought, what the heck? Like, what a weird way to like announce that. Like he should have said that from the get go. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So after this. He takes off like he's like, oh, I have to go do or I don't know where he goes, but um, the officer and the neighbor are there in his house at the neighbor's house. And the neighbor's like, I've never seen him act like that before. Like, that's completely out of character for him. Um, uh-huh. So you guys might want to look into that. Like, I was like, wow, like, I don't even. I'm you know what? I'm... It's crazy because like. Do you remember like when you had that crazy ass neighbor that when you lived in California in NorCal? Yeah, of course. That's what I'm talking about. Like you would know if something was off because you already knew their mannerisms. Mm -hmm. So you would know if something was up. You'd be like, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? There's been a few times where I thought like these, this guy's actually going to murder this lady here. Like I definitely like, I mean, that's why we called the cops so many times. So I was concerned for her. There was also a baby in the household. Um, but yeah, after you're like, oh yeah, this guy is obviously a bad guy. He's constantly yelling and throwing stuff. So I guess if I were to see him being all lovey, I'd be like, what is this? Like, who are yeah, you? That would be weird. That would be weird. But I don't know my neighbors that well to be like, yeah, he's acting or he doesn't normally act like this. Yeah, well, you kind of live like you kind of live in like a scary area too. I do, yeah. (laughs) It looks like scary, like uh, like a novel. Scary. My yeah, my backyard um is a forest, and my front yard is a beach. So, so (laughs) weird. weird. (laughs) 
Well, my backyard is dirt and my front yard is dirt and there's some palm trees thrown in between. So, yeah. That's so, cool. Anyway, yeah. maybe we should take a break before people okay. talk about Chris's dumbass. Yeah, we're almost done. I'm almost to the point where I really want to start talking about Ew. this topic. Are you to the point where, like, you want to strangle him? Kind of, yeah. Him. I can't stand him. But right. yeah, let's take let's take our quick break and we'll come right back. Okay. After the neighbor is like, "Hey, yeah, uh, he's definitely acting pretty sketch. Like, check him out." Um, it didn't take very long for, I mean, like I said, um, cops kind of pointed like your prime suspect number one. Like we're we don't really, we're not really focusing on anybody but you. Uh-huh. So, um, there, I think he went into the interview rooms like a few times, right? He went in like once, yeah, and was just like the first time just to like talk, explain and- what happened, like tell me what you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, he went back again um, and he had taken a polygraph test. <laughs> yes. The footage and from the polygraph test is incredible. It's amazing. Because they have him come back knowing that he's going to. I mean, I'm sure he knew that they were going to ask him for a polygraph. He's kind of an idiot, to be honest with you. Yeah. Actually, really, yeah. Really stupid, and it, his narcissism—that's what it is. Mm-hmm. He's so narcissistic that so, he's like um, blind to his dumbness. I but, love the fact that they did polygraph because you can't even—it's you can't use it in court. So it's kind of like uh-huh. they just did this to. Oh yeah, he's. We know that he's lying. Yeah, um, and I love and, the um, the person who's giving the polygraph test to him was like. If you really did something, you probably shouldn't take this polygraph test today. Like, she was so straight up with him. It yeah. was hilarious. Which is great because you don't want to have, like, that false, like, um, you know, a lot of people think it's very easy to trick polygraphs when it's right. very easy to notice that you're messing around. Yeah. So. Yeah, she did stop at that one point and just be mm-hmm. like, dude, relax. And he's like. Yeah. I I couldn't yeah. like with my breath, you know, like well no, he was guilty already just by so thing. yeah. So he went through this whole polygraph, and she's like, okay, well, you know, were you telling the truth? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, hmm, well, results will say something different. And I was like, oh god, like she <laughs> knows already. Yeah, she's like, hmm, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, two people in this room know the truth. Or by the end of this polygraph, two people are going to know the truth. Yeah, one person in this knows the truth. And by the end of this polygraph, two people are going to know. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, you got a point there. Um, I love that. She plays with that. Yeah. That that must be amazing. I feel bad that that's like, you know, what it's come to. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine that's her job. If she's extra pissed that morning or premenstrual, imagine she really goes up on them. She's like, yeah, you fucking liars. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Her job is probably hard, but you could tell a bullshitter. I'm sure she's a pro, dude. She can read them. Oh, probably. yeah. 
Like, I'm uh, sorry for like her husband or anything, <laughs> right? Because he ain't getting away with shit. No, yeah? <laughs> that's the truth. And I like so, that she brought the detective back into the room, and even then, he was still like oblivious to what he was. He's like, no, no, <laughs> you know, right? Like, yeah. So they're like, okay, Chris, like you failed the polygraph. Like it's obvious you failed it. Like. 100 percent and he ultimately like was like well can i speak to my dad like i'm not going to talk to anybody unless you bring my dad in so they bring his dad into the interview room Wait and his dad's like is that normal for them to be like um okay we have this guy and he is a suspect in a murder maybe possibly or at least involved in this disappearance let me go ahead and let the dad in like i've never seen I they're probably they probably did this in hopes of getting a confession like a a solid confession that's mm-hmm. the only way i can see them actually being like yeah let's bring his dad in um so i was gonna say also what i noticed in the footage was that the polygrapher asked him did shenan do something to the kids mm-hmm. and i think that put it in his head to be like oh hey wait a minute right yeah that. so, so that's when dad comes into the room and then he all of a sudden has a story to tell right yeah he's like you know shanann was hurting the kids and i just snapped like she was she found out about i think she found out about the affair or something and she just went after the kids so i snapped on her and i feel awful about it and they're like, okay, so Shanann was hurting the kids. And he's like, yeah, that's what happened. And Nicole, I think, was like, that would never happen. She loves her kids. Happen. Her yeah. kids are her life. He just wanted to have a life with his mistress and not have to worry about having the kids in his life. Basically, divorce is an option. Were, I know divorce is an option. Why these stupid ass people, guys or whatever? I don't want to say guys because girls do it too. But why they choose to just go ahead and kill someone instead of just saying, "Look at, I'm not happy with you. I'm sorry you got pregnant a third time. Whoops." But I want to go on and have another life. Like, why does uh, he have to kill her? That's I. I don't know. I don't like that. Divorce is there for a reason. It's an it's a valid option. Just because you're divorced right. doesn't mean that you're tainted. Like that's right. I don't know. I don't like that. So, that's the first thing that people come to mind. So he does confess to killing Shanann. So he says that he was caught her choking the kids, and so he attacked her. Mm-hmm. And basically strangled her and killed her. Yeah. And um, that's when he decided to take her and put her into the car, which is where the footage comes in from the neighbor. Right. And then it's like, okay, well, then we have Cece and Bella who are also dead. So oh, right there the you have... The part is, uh, I believe, the Cece... Was the one that walked in there and was like, uh, is mom okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's so um, horrible. So, yeah. So, he put the whole blame on Shanann, which I don't think we ever find out is 
How sad True. to like try and run her name through the dirt after yeah. she's already been killed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he his idea is like, okay, the only way instead of calling authorities because your wife just murdered your children, instead he's like, okay, let's wrap them up and let's take them to my workplace and I'm gonna try and hide them essentially. Right. So he takes them to his workplace and he stuffs their bodies into these like oil tankers, I, I think. Um, no, they weren't oil tankers because the opening of them were so small that um, it's very obvious to the children's bodies. And I apologize for this, but like, you know, bones were broken to get them into these tankers. Yeah. Into this holding. Actually, when he pulled up to the uh, place where he disposed of his body, it was one of his job sites that he had actually had been to that morning. Mm. And um, what he did first was go ahead and bury Shanann in a shallow grave there yeah. on the property. Like, I'm not sure why he did that. Yeah, that well, I'm sure he already knew the diameter of the hole in the tanker and knew that he couldn't get her in there. Like but he shouldn't no have way. dug a shallow, especially on his own work turf. Why he exactly. did that was so stupid. But again, we're talking about Chris Watts, who's kind of an idiot. <laughs> but for him to go back to the car and his kids are still alive, and them to still be like, "Is mommy okay? No, she's not okay." You know, he had taken, you know, the, one of them, CC, or I believe first, and kind of like smothered her out and took her up to the top of that oil tanker. And if you see the video footage, the diameter on there is about maybe eight to 10 inches. Like, yeah, it, it's not big. It's not big at all. Like, how do you hell do you put a four year old? In a hole like that, you definitely know that they're going to break their bones. And mm -hmm. uh, I, that's really disturbing to think about. I hate. How as a parent do you do that? That's what I'm thinking, too. Like, that's. It's the, that's like, I can't think of anybody having that type of mentality. Of that's taking, the most horrible thing that you mm -hmm. can do is to inflict pain on your own children. I can't even. Okay, yeah, I mean, I whooped your guys' ass once in a while, but I can't imagine, like, inflicting pain enough to, like, break your bone or, like, mm -mm. hurt you in any way like that. And he was so just, like, nonchalant about it. Yeah, he's laughing afterwards. Yeah, in yeah. And he goes back to the car and gets the uh, his other daughter, and the poor daughter is just, like, is is the same thing going to happen to me? And he tells her yes. He tells her yes. And then says that he, it haunts him to hear her saying, you know, daddy, no, like, don't, I, I don't know. Like he stuffed both of his kids in a well, an oil mm -hmm. well. Like you don't even know that just the fall alone would have broke their bones or, you know, poor the little three-year-old, like, you, it's just unfathomable that a father can just do that. Not just to one, two, but even your unborn child is, is just unfathomable. And what for? What for? 
So he can get some fresh meat? I guess. Like, I don't know. It's, it's awful. Sad. Yeah, and you know what? So, the way he... Um, going back to the uh, confession or when he's with his dad, mm-hmm. he was so easy to just be like, yeah, she was choking the kids. I had to do something. Like, he was the hero or something. And the dad being like, oh, my God, Chris. Like, even the dad <laughs> knew. He was just... The dad's like, all right, this is it. (laughs) I, yeah, I, it's an awful, um, I feel bad for the grandparents. I really do. Because like, you know, Shanann, she lost, Shanann's mom lost a daughter and her grandkids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, Chris's parents lost their daughter-in-law and their grandkids. I'm sure they don't care about their son. Yeah, they. You know, sometimes it's hard. It's it depends on the parent, but you know, even Ted and Bundy's mom freaking loved him yeah. to the very end. Yeah, that's true. But it's sad to know that. Yeah, he may still be alive, but you got to mourn him like he's dead because now he ain't gonna be around anymore. Like um, we all know that Chris Watts was arrested and tried uh, for the crime, and yeah. his sentencing. Was he charged with... um, So he was charged with five counts of first-degree murder and unlawful termination of a pregnancy, three counts of tampering with the deceased body, um, and his bail was set at $5 million. So he had quite, quite a list against him. And he had actually, because he was in Colorado, he had actually, when he was found guilty... Um, he was found guilty for the death penalty. But if you remember in my uh, Chuck E. Cheese shooting episode, oh, yeah. they abolished the death penalty um, in Colorado. So he is no longer on death row. Dang you, Colorado. What <laughs> happened? Yeah, so five life sentences without the possibility of parole plus 40 years. Like, okay, you definitely are going <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, he's not going to make it. Um was but, it worth it? Like, do you think about it? Was it worth it for reals? You absolutely you went and not. Got with this young ass chick, lived out a quick right. fantasy. I don't know, dude. I feel like he had to have some serious mental issues. Oh, I absolutely. If you're able to do this to your children, there's something wrong with you. Especially like, I want to know, like, what? when did he snap? Because, like, if you look at the video footage and you see them together, like, everything was super cool. It just seems like once the kids came, like, everything for him and her changed. And you know what's funny is, like, he was, like, a relationship coach, wasn't he? He was something, like, right? He was trying to give advice. And I remember watching that video thinking he was trying to give some advice over there. (laughs) Like, yeah, real guy. So, I mean, like we just said, yeah, he was found guilty. Um, They arrested him. He was found guilty. He's in prison for the rest of his life, which is great. Like, I mean, great. I really wish he was given death penalty. I know. That's we ideal to me. <laughs> Only one. Um, And that was a long time ago. But yeah. um, it wasn't worth it because Nicole doesn't even talk to him anymore. The naughty Nicole or whatever you called her. Nasty Nicole. Nicole. She doesn't speak to him anymore. They're like broken up or whatever. Um, And 
there's something about her. I feel like she was 100% involved. I think she was involved. Really? Yes. What gives you that idea that she was involved? Is this what you wanted to talk about? Yes. About it? Okay. Okay, girl. So, How come you think she's involved? Was it because she was so quick to be like, um, you know. Okay. Because she was kind of, yeah, because she was more like, oh, yeah, we're a thing. Um, But one, she was constantly Googling Shanann's name. Like, especially around the time of her murders, like she was searching up her name to see if I guess she was being found at any point. So, okay. like, a lot of her Google searches are like, oh, um, man leaves wife for mistress. And um, she was looking for like wedding dresses. So, obviously, she knows something's about to happen. Um, she had a bunch of different like searches relating to like, you know oh um getting how to get married i think it was like getting married quickly or can you get married to somebody that's currently married to somebody else like it was something along the lines of that what was she thinking she was gonna have a sister wife or something like that it's colorado i don't know maybe um but yeah so she was like Around the time that Shanann had disappeared, she was searching up her name like every single day. Like it was like, like she was obsessed with her or something. Exactly. And then I saw somewhere that um, the phone towers were pinging her location around one where Chris was. Uh So they were within the same area. And I think it was where his workplace was. Uh-huh. So they, they think that she was there. They don't have enough proof to have her there. I think she was there as well. I definitely think she was part of it. Like, mm. I think she was there while the children were being stuffed into the tankers and stuff. Like she was sitting shotgun trying to keep the kids quiet. Yeah. yeah. But don't you think they would have been able to see it on the on the video that the neighbor had? Because she no. truck. Maybe she followed him, or I don't know. I because oh, if she you look at the it. like, I'm going off of you know, cell phone tower pings and stuff. Yeah. It, we just watched something earlier this week where it's like that's not completely accurate, but I think she was definitely involved. Because then she just kind of like dropped off the face of the earth, like she didn't. You know she what? Didn't You're want right. To charged. You're right. And also to think, um, if he would have done any harm, hard digging, or anything like that, what about his clothes that they had? They never made mention about having any of that type of evidence. Mm-hmm. She could have picked him up, gave him fresh clothes. He could have threw the clothes out the window, yeah. him, whatever. We don't know. She could have been the one that did digging. Right. She could have dug that hole while he was doing the deed. You That's know why I mean? it was shallow. Yeah, because she didn't have the strength to do it. That's why she's yeah. nasty, Nicole. We're gonna we're gonna tie her into the story whether she likes it or not. Yeah, I mean, regardless, she can be as cold as she wants to and live her damn life. But none of this wouldn't have happened had those two paths crossed, not crossed. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah. Oh, can I just say what a downgrade? She was such a downgrade to um, Shanann. Like yeah, Shanann was really beautiful. It reminds me a lot of like Lacey because Lacey and Scott because uh, yeah, so uh, Amber, Fry. Amber Fry. I don't even care if she ever hears this in her life. 
ugly Lacey compared to Iman or Amber. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know what Scott was thinking, but that is Down like a huge rain. downgrade. Lacey was the most beautiful thing ever, and but that was like that's a common thing, I guess, right? Like when when there's a an affair happening. Like usually the man ends up downgrading with the person he's cheating on, which is so weird. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's a self-esteem thing. I don't know. But anyways. The, the, both of in both of these cases it was a big downgrade. Like he really let go of Shanann for that plain ass. She looks like a plain ass. You know, hippie type of chick, but whatever. Maybe he was having a midlife crisis. He couldn't handle the fact that his wife was. I think he was. Yeah, Yeah, I think he was. The I think the snapping point for him was the pregnancy. I think so too, which is very heartbreaking. Yeah, because it's very clear that he wanted no children, no life with Shanann, and it's unfortunate that all the all of them could have been alive had he just fucking went and got a divorce. I know. So yeah, no happy ending to this story other than he is behind bars. He was caught very quickly, may yeah. I say. So you know, body language is definitely important if you're talking to police. Um, it's very easy, by the way, to tell when somebody's lying to you or when they're really nervous. Um, and also I can tell when people are lying because they like to look around. Right. And there's a lot of little things that you can tell when mm-hmm. someone's lying. And that's from yeah. years of watching ID channel. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, um, this was a, a quick little catch up episode. Very short episode, I think for our last episode. Well, but... I don't think so. We've been going at it for a little while. I think we're getting close to a good hour. It's yeah. It's sad to say that this is our season finale, but we are happy to announce that we have con- decided to continue and go on and do an episode, not episode, a season two. <laughs> yes. Of Mommy and Me Murder Time. So thank you guys for um, giving us that extra push, following us, yeah. supporting us. I'm thankful for the messages I've received. And today, a very nice gift I received, uh, a, a little cup for my for myself for the podcast, which is so beautiful. Um, it is I, beautiful. Yeah. I'm thank like completely. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm in shock. It's like actually too i don't even want to use it like i just want to have it up like a trophy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i was like oh my god maya's gonna die when she sees this and we also thought about like making making some cups or getting cups made for our listeners too just so that'd be awesome it's so awesome yeah Um, um and we also i wanted to tell you guys like I don't know what happened. Nobody heard their name in the last episode except for Momo Cakes because we had four people mentioned and she was the only one who responded. And she responded quick. Like I'm talking in a matter of hours. She was on it. So um, what happened, y'all? You got to listen. I know. So maybe we just season, We're going to have to give something else away. Um, she got an awesome gift. I just want to tell you, she got... Uh, a little stash box that has a uh, John Wayne John Gacy. Wayne Gacy. She got a John Wayne Gacy collection. 
we got a John Wayne Gacy collection, which included uh, stickers of Pogo and a lighter of Pogo. So yay for It's really nice. I'm I'm glad Good Monique job. is such a great fan of this. Yeah, she is uh, a great show. fan. We love that so much. We have a lot yeah. of really good fans. So thank you guys. Oh, yeah. I do get messages all the time. I'm very thankful and I see everything. Um, I apologize if I don't respond right away. I do. I, I do have another life. <laughs> but um, I do That's like I love. Yeah, I do love to hear feedback and hear like how you guys respond to this. So I, I'm pretty glad about that. I get um, all and, pumped up and excited. So I'm on it right away. Like, yeah. oh my God, you guys are the coolest. Even though <laughs> I'm like in my moody self, like whatever. <laughs> if I'm feeling emo that day, whatever. I'm still like, yeah. you guys freaking rock, man. Yeah, you guys are really great. I We couldn't have made it this far without you. No. Um, no, we are definitely like, okay, we did better than we thought that we did. Mm -hmm. I know like as of right now, we're um, close to like 700 listens, which is crazy. It's I didn't really good, never yeah. even expect to have that many, but mm -hmm. you guys have been so cool. So thank you for listening and following and, and supporting. Yeah, supporting. Thank you for donating. That's thank very you. thankful. John, Shauna, Leah, Anchor. Yeah. Anchor. Yeah supporting us and um believe it or not we do make money off of this thing so <laughs> um your guys' support keeps us going so we mm -hmm. thank you guys and we do look forward to doing season two we are going to take suggestions from you guys what topic you'd like you'd like to talk about specifically um we're just looking to change it up a bit i know this first uh season we were kind of uh, going through uh, different parts, working our way down to our own city. But, for me. <laughs> yeah, but what would you like to talk about next? Like, I was thinking we could do like celebrity murders. We could do. Now, when you say that, I was kind of curious. Do you mean like celebrities that have committed murders or celebrities that have died? <laughs> It could be either or. I okay. would like. I would like to do celebrities that commit murders because there's like Phil Spector. If you yes. consider him a celebrity, yeah. Um, well, people do consider him celebrity, just not our, uh, just not us, because he's not of right. our time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wonderland. You know, there's I definitely want to talk about Wonderland. Mm. I want to talk about Sid and Nancy. You oh know, yeah, yeah. You know, definitely do some of that. So. Yeah, we can do that. We can do um, even like uh, besides celebrities doing just entertainment in general. Like we can talk about uh, Selena. We could talk about um, sports murders. We can talk about anything like that. You know, we're down to talk about any type of murder. Yeah. Uh, the only murder I don't want to talk about is John Bonnet Ramsey. I don't know about you, but I don't want to talk about <laughs> that one. I'm okay with. Um, I did. I don't particularly care. I really don't care. Really and don't I'm sorry I'm to sorry. people out there that are listening and they're probably like, oh my God. But it's just don't not. It's different. one of those cases that aren't interesting to me. No, it's not um, to me either i do not care her i'm the same way with um like yeah i'm the same way with like btk i don't i don't care about btk i personally like i just don't like to look at him so i don't care about him uh i like btk because he's so 
freaking weird. That's the only. I also I yeah. The other one that I don't care for is the Golden State Killer. Those are oh, the yeah. ones I won't do. I'm yeah. just not really interested in. It's it's. I don't know. It's maybe it's me just being heartless, yeah. but I, I don't. I like I don't, cold case files myself. Yeah. I think I think we should do some of those too. So, anyways, guys, we got a lot of options to choose from. <laughs> so, you guys give us your feedback and let us know what you want to talk about. Because right. uh, otherwise, we'll go on our own little cruise <laughs> and do it as we go. But mm-hmm. but we like your input for sure. So, thank you for everybody for making season one yeah. so great for us. Thank you for this great season. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And we will see you next season. Yes. This is Mommy signing out. And Maya. Bye. Bye, guys.